Welcome to the CNL Podcast. Woo! <laughs> yes, yes. Hey guys, it's me, Layton. And it's me, Chris. And we got a freaking great show today, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. So, late in another week, uh, how, how you been? How you been? As quarantine rages on, I, I'm i doing all right. Um, overall, I, I, I say my week has been pretty good, but um, if you don't mind, I kind of want to break the rules a little bit because um, I have... I have two stories. Yeah. It's very quick. They're short, um, but they're very important to me, and they really impacted me in negative ways. Oh wow! Um, okay, let's hear. It. This yeah. sounds like a full week, man. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll start from like w- the ones that that wasn't as bad. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you got to ease me into it. Yeah, yeah. So um, this past weekend, I was on a trail enjoying nature as you do it was such a beautiful trail i was amazed like it was there were these vines draped all over the place i was like wow <laughs> and as i'm yeah. walking my girlfriend yells wait stop something like that um <laughs> what well, is that miranda uh, hello that was miranda that was miranda yep that was my impression of her <laughs> uh, um and i'm like what because normally i'm thinking oh is it did she see a bug yeah is you know is my fly undone i don't know it's something i don't know what it could be but there was a sense of urgency in her voice and i was like okay i'll stop what is i was like what is going on so i turned around and she said don't move at this point i'm transported to almost like a horror movie or something like where it's like a action movie and like indiana jones says don't move and you see like a tripwire or something that only he sees or something so (laughs) i look down slowly and I'm and I find this copperhead that was right near my feet, and I'm not wearing shoes besides flip flops. So I'm not wearing like anything else. Um, oh and it's gosh. like in striking distance. And not only is it in striking distance, it's ready to strike. Like it's it's coiled up. Yeah. And it's like in a tight S kind of thing, and it's ready to, you know, lash out. Yeah. Oh, so at okay, this point, jeez, so, that's crazy. Yeah, at this point, I start sweating profusely. I'm like, oh my God. First of all, I could have been killed. Second of all, he's still, he's still angry. Yeah. So are I, you stunned? Are you like, do you become a statue in, in, in that second? Yeah, I froze. I was like, I should probably move. But I was so afraid <laughs> of the snake, like, biting me or something. Yeah. So then, after what seemed like a minute, it was only like a couple of seconds, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to slowly step back. I stepped back, yeah. but then uh, this other guy was walking down the trail and he had headphones on. And I was like, dude, 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 no, you can't, you don't, don't. And he was like, he waved at me. I was like, no, 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 please <laughs> take the headphones. He's like, what? I was like, there's a snake. It's a copperhead. And he looks at it, he's like, yep, that's, that's a copperhead. And he walks around it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Problem. And then I, I walked around. It was fine, but just want to give a shout out. To my girlfriend snake. for saving me because I oh yeah <laughs> if, had it have been bitten I mean you know that's not covered by insurance it's like fifteen something thousand that's not covered by insurance so that would have been very expensive and it like swells for like three months so very fortunate I did not get bit jeez yeah I'm very thankful that she saved me um, but yeah you owe her your life now I or do at least your leg I'm still paying it back. <laughs> No, I'm um, oh, okay. So- before before you continue to that to that awesome next story that I'm sure yeah. I'm going to be amazed by, I have 
that that similar thing, same thing happened to me when I was in, in middle school. So really, yeah. So where I live, I, I live so close to the middle school that uh, the the bus wouldn't come and pick us up, so we would walk home every day. And there was a shortcut through the backwoods that um, my brother and my friends would take to get to our home faster. And one day, there's yeah, we were going through that path, and my brother went first, then my friend. And then they, and then I was coming up next, and then my friend turned around and he yelled just like Miranda. He was like, "Stop!" And then, and then he he pointed down to my feet, and I kid you not, I was like three inches or something away from oh my this goodness. snake. I I don't remember what kind of snake it was, but it was all coiled up like yours. And the crazy thing is that I was walking in the same path that my friend and my brother walked so that means they stepped over the snake and the snake didn't do anything man oh my goodness yeah so i guess we both had encounters with snake but i i, I stopped and i was i froze too and i was oh my god i hate snakes man i i don't like snakes but you know i froze i had a staring contest with it and then i backed away slowly and just went around <laughs> what's us with just looking down on like not looking down like because i was thinking about it, i was like after it happened i was like well i just wasn't paying attention but i was like i, I never really looked down anymore I, i'm I'm so positive i'm only looking up you know <laughs> yeah but i, I know got, that's crazy yeah, it's pretty dangerous anyway i didn't mean to step in but no 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 it's i really <laughs> liked your snake story I, I i'm I'm glad you're safe and so that this podcast could even happen because if you got bitten as a little kid well yeah, I wouldn't have not known you. So it would have just been the an L podcast. <laughs> yeah, the L podcast, which sounds like loser. So it doesn't really <laughs> doesn't really work. Yeah. But anyway, uh, my my second story. I'll keep it short. But this one's worse. Um, so just picture something pretty bad. Um, worse than a worse snake. than the snake. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Uh, it, it actually happened like an hour ago, and it really kind of rocked me to my core. Okay. Um, I ordered food um doordash uh i've never used it but yeah yeah was, you know, i didn't want to go out um and i ordered in chapel hill ordered sup dogs it's like a fast food kind of place ordered yeah. some hot dogs and some fries and they delivered it to me and i was so excited to eat it and i opened it up and it's cheesy tots and what? i i just i just <laughs> haven't recovered there was no hot dogs there was no fries just cheesy tots. So now the cheesy tots are sitting here. I'm looking at them now and I'm just demoralized because I paid money for them and like $10 and cheesy tots are not worth $10. So damn. I'm going to okay, try to get so, to the podcast, um, but <laughs> it's it's just really tough. So a question here. Uh, okay. Don't, they obviously messed up your order. Someone Considerably, yep. Someone out there is enjoying your delicious hot dog right now and just savoring over the wiener. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about where my wiener was in relation to all of this. Uh, I think most guys aren't, but <laughs> th so they messed up your order. So you, there's no way you can get a refund. There's nothing you can do. You just have to stare at these tots now. Well, I submitted a uh, one star review because mm. I wasn't going to tolerate that. Yeah. Um, that's a big mistake. I don't. I don't normally like writing reviews, um, negative ones mainly, because I just it just makes you feel really bad. Because you know, did he do his job? Yes. I mean, he just picked up the wrong bag. But maybe three stars would have been adequate. But I gave him one, hoping that something would happen. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I got an email uh, probably like 
20 minutes ago they said we're consider like we'll give you like a, a little like a credit so i i can now buy something else <laughs> with so they've refunded me but you know i'm glad they gave me the credit but what i was thinking is more along the lines of they didn't even like verify my statement. I just said I got this instead of cheesy tots. Like I got cheesy tots instead of my food, and they said, "Okay, here you go, full refund." Mm. Well, that I guess it's, it'd be pretty like hard to to ver- verify, right? I mean, they could be like, "Take a photo of your cheesy tots." True. true. I'd be like, "Um, I swear they were here." <laughs> well, at least you got the refund, though. That's good. Yeah, but it was just really sad. Um, and I'm hungry now, so I just. Oh, it's okay. I'll get worst. through. I'll get through it. I'll I'll try to get through it. But enough about me. How was <laughs> how was your week, Chris? Well, uh, I haven't had such unfortunate events like getting cheesy tots. God, I would probably die. But my week, I almost did. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that junkly. I don't mess around when it comes to food. People, I love my food, but I haven't had. That crazy of a week. It's, it, I mean, have in terms of work, it's been crazy. But I, I took some uh, real estate photos earlier, um, and I was editing uh-huh. in my room, and my my computer was getting all hot. So the fans kicked in full blast. It's like a airplane taking off. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, my room. If I had a thermometer in here, I kid you not, it would probably explode. It'd be like it's a thousand degrees in here. Really? And the reason is. Because the way my my room and my home f- is facing, the sun hits it basically from 11 a.m. throughout the entire day, and it just oh and it's a, it's a hot box in here. And the worst part is that right next door to me is our washer and drying uh, room, uh-huh. and th- and my parents with this whole uh, COVID thing have been washing like nonstop every time they come in because they work in the hospital setting, uh-huh. so. And they have to dry it. So, like, I get the heat from the dryer, and then I get the heat from my room, and it's just a furnace in here. And I have the fan going, and it's just circulating hot air. It's it's such a pain. I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. That That is, honestly, that's one of the worst feelings. Because, like, when I first moved into my apartment, yeah. for three three months mm-hmm. during the summer when it was really, really hot, like, the, it was so hot the AC wouldn't work. Oh, so for like, three whole months? Oh my yeah, gosh. like, and they, it took a while to fix it, but I had to, like, open the door. I, like, I cracked the window open. I had to buy a fan. I had to, like, sleep with no covers. It's, yeah. it's like, at least, like, do you have, like, a fan going? Like, do you have something that, or is it just, like, you're, it's going to be hot no matter what you do? I, I do have a fan going. It's a, it's a ceiling fan, but it's just, it helps a little bit, but it's still so so damn hot it just can't okay this is a crazy idea okay let me hear it you you know ice packs that you put in like kids lunches yes do you know like uh, a kevlar vest that's like you know to protect like people from getting shot like with the cops wear like a bulletproof vest yeah i have a couple of those yeah okay good Swap out the protective covering with the bulletproof vest with ice packs you put it on your vest like you put the bulletproof vest on with a bunch mm. of ice packs, you'll never overheat. That is genius. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be taking uh, <laughs> donations after the, the podcast if anyone's interested. You should start a, what is that, the Patreon or something? Oh, yeah, Patreon. Yeah, it's it's not for the fans. It's for my business. Just to try to get it <laughs> off the ground. 
Oh man, uh, you know what? Next recording, I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if someone shoots you, I'm good. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, an ice pack <laughs> is as strong as a bulletproof vest. Oh man, but do you know what time it is? Let me, um, yeah, it's. Wait a sec. You don't mean the real time, do you? <laughs> Could it be funny news? Funny news. You, you do that little sound effect. That was good last oh. time. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> funny news. There we go. All right. So my funny news for the week, of course, back at it again with UPI. UPI. So, so talented. They never let us down. Never. Please sponsor us soon. The title of my uh, story or my news is a parent garden hose in North Carolina, by the way. Oh, let, let me read that again. Wait a parent- sec. <laughs> a parent garden hose in North Carolina yard was a large black snake. Oh, oh. snakes are yeah. coming back into the conversation, even though I'm trying to avoid them constantly now. No, that's crazy. So this happened, yeah, like I said, in North Carolina. It was a man at his home. He was out in his yard and he was going to uh, water his plants. So he went down and he thought he was picking up his garden hose. Mm-hmm. But it was this six foot long snake, black snake, six feet. And I, apparently it must be kind of big if you've mistaken it for a know, garden, garden hose. hose. Yeah. Yeah. So later it turns out that it was just um, a black rat snake. Apparently those are very popular around here. Uh, they I've are. actually I've actually seen some in my backyard. My dad hates them. So he, he he's killed one before in the past. It was big. Oh, really? Yeah. With a shovel. Yeah, they're very common here. <laughs> Yeah, so it says that um, at least the dude's wife says that they they left the snake. They let it be because they want to have it as a kind of a pest control since it it eats all the rats and any kind of weird pests. So it's still roaming around there. It's going to keep growing. Um, I'm probably going to name it Charlie or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if it, I mean, I feel like snakes. Okay, would you rather have a rat infestation in your house or a snake infestation? Oh gosh! I mean, I mean both I, give me nightmares. True, and both can bite, and both can be dangerous. But yeah, I mean, if it's this black snake, even though I hate snakes, it's gonna kill these rats. So I'm gonna go with the snakes. That's true, but oh yeah, I guess it's like it's like almost like one big cut or a bunch of little cuts. Because like the rats could be nibbling at your toes at night, but the snake could eat you alive. <laughs> Okay, uh, once I was, this is a little off tangent, but I, I was watching this the house improvement show or something, uh-huh. and they were remodeling this home, and up in the air vents, apparently there was this humongous snake that had uh, lived in this home for God knows how long. I don't know what it ate, but it, when they were tearing down the ceiling, they saw this, and it looked like an... It was huge, man. It was huge. I can't even explain. I'm traumatized. But it was a snake living in the vent. So I'm thinking, like, do I want snakes? You know what? I retract my answer. I'm going to go with the mice. There we go. Mice are cute. (laughs) Snakes, not so cute. Yeah. Now, I I know this has been a lot about snakes, but your story about black snakes just reminded me about a quick story I have about me as a little kid with a snake. Actually, a black snake. Would you like to hear it? Nah, maybe next week. Okay, well, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I want to hear this. Okay, so I was like five, 
Um, oh, wow. And I was watching Steve Irwin on TV. Rest Maybe he was peace. six. And we got rest in peace. I loved him. You know, I was catching the snakes and stuff. I was like, that's so cool. And then one day I was out and I had a butterfly net. I was trying to catch a butterfly because I was into nature at the time. And yeah. there was this like probably four foot long black snake, this rat snake. Ooh. And I tried to catch it, essentially, long story short, with the butterfly <laughs> net. Oh my gosh. Okay, were you trying to catch it from the head side or the end side? Well, it was slithering and I tried to put the net on it, like, but it was on the ground. So it just kind of like retreated. Yeah. And then oh, at, at that point, I was like, I'm going to need more help. So I walk into the house and I say, Mom, I can't catch this big snake with this butterfly net. What should I do? <laughs> and she said, you aren't doing anything. Go inside. <laughs> and have, how did I let this happen? And he was like, she's like, you don't try to catch a snake, you dumb dumb. I was like, she, oh, okay. She questioned everything she had done with you. She's up like, until that what point. is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, man. You weren't afraid of it, I guess. No, I have no fear. I mean, maybe I saw the Copperhead recently and I was like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> see, see what happens. Try to bite me. You're, so, so you're I, an well, adventurous person, man. <laughs> yes. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really... When I tell these, like, it's just because I have I have interesting stories, but it's just like hidden underneath them. It's just an infinite amount of boring stories. <laughs> but yes, I'll, I appreciate the compliment. I but know. yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely a bit unusual to have so many snake stories in a podcast. But I, I, I want to talk about this this story I found. Ooh, let me um, hear because this is probably the weirdest thing you're going to hear all day. Are you oh, ready? Really? Okay, big statement. Let's hear it. Big statement. Here we go. Woman dating a chandelier has discrimination case thrown out. Wow. You're not kidding. It was definitely strange. (laughs) Well, I'm a podcast listener. You guys should be thankful because there's a photo of her kissing the chandelier. Wow. On the website. But I'm not going to. We're not going to get involved with that or try to describe it more than I'm already describing it. So, Well, don't describe the photo, but at least describe to me the, the chandelier. Is it a handsome chandelier? Well, it's a 92-year-old chandelier. Oh, okay. It's got some age. <laughs> um, it's gold. Gold finishing with some like um, faux diamonds, I guess some like glass like ornaments hanging off of it. Okay. I wonder if the style of this chandelier... Uh, says anything about the girl or the the person you know personality or or what she's into <laughs> well actually i do have that i i can it does actually talk about that um oh okay let's hear it <laughs> she says her sexual orientation is an attraction to inanimate objects huh so that could be like a car it could be a piece of pavement <laughs> That's true. There, I, I read a story about this woman who was engaged to the Eiffel Tower. What? Yep. I don't I don't know if she'd be happy because there's a lot of people on that Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works. So there's some person who's like a, uh in love with like the like the um what is it, the Berlin Wall? The Cold mm. War, that wall. Yeah. Before I, it's taken I, down. I did once see that um uh, similar to what you said, something about the car. This was actually on a TLC one. Those weird, strange addictions. Oh, and one I, of them. 
Yeah, I almost have to watch that show, but I'm too freaked out when I read the description. <laughs> yeah, one of them was yeah, this woman was in love with uh, with her car, or I think it might have been a guy. I don't specifically remember, but it was uh, like a it was his actual attraction to this vehicle. It was weird. Yeah, I I don't want to like like make a stereotype, but I feel like if I had to guess which like like gender and there's multiple genders but if we're between like male and female i'm gonna say that i you're more likely to find cases of men doing weird things with inanimate objects i don't know i just feel like that's the case maybe maybe i'm wrong yeah you no, i think you're probably right women seem more sane overall yeah a little bit more rational they're <laughs> yeah. not thinking oh come over here tv <laughs> Uh, I can but, definitely see a dude being like, "Come over here, Xbox One." Yeah, you like, are my oh, one. look at that blender. You know, I just, I, I don't want to go too far into it, but oh men are weird. God. But anyways, so this she's so, in love so with the chandelier. Person. Yeah, crazy. Um, well, I, she said that she's not married to the chandelier, but merely in a relationship with it. Do you think it's both ways? Do you think he? I mean, the chandelier likes her. I mean, I'm, the chandelier can't really go anywhere, can it? No, not really, but I I really think this plays in favor of the chandelier. I mean, the chandelier is 92 years old. The girl is, you know, way younger. The chandelier yep. did right. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I think the chandelier, good for him. You know, I don't know what the dating market's like, but they're trying. Yeah. But, um, so the, she she was mentioned in a, um some article, like tabloid thing that said, like, this is the weirdest thing you'll see. And she found the article, and she was like, "That's so rude." <laughs> oh, um, and she filed a lawsuit, but she lost it. She didn't win the case, so that's that's a real damn shame. Um, but like, this got me thinking. Like, you know, there's Grinder, you know, there's Tinder. They have like a wide variety of different types of relationships, like homosexual relationships covered. Like heterosexual relationships covered. There's, you know, Bumble or whatever. It's like for friends or something. And there's like all these dating websites. Christian Mingle. There you go. Christian Mingle. Farmersonly.com. <laughs> um, all these uh, ones. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. World of Warcraft. Dater. I don't know. Like very specific things. But I bet on the App Store there isn't something for these kind of people. So I'm going to mm-hmm. come up with this invention. Are you ready for it? Okay. Oh, it's like okay. Amazon. Yeah. Okay, where you have inventory of things. But it's so like you know it's like the tiles of things you can buy on Amazon. Yeah. You modify it slightly so instead of it like a price, it's still a mm-hmm. price, but you target only people who are interested in relationships. So you describe so rather than saying 92-year-old chandelier, you say warm rustic lover <laughs> trapped in the the hard, cold iron of a chandelier, and then you, they buy it from you. But you're tr- you're really trying to sell their relationships. Hmm. That Man, actually, I, mean, I actually really like that idea. Okay, patented it, I t- trademarked it. Yeah, you just let it out into the world. And now someone's gonna go out there and you know do it. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. Like, I just feel like there are so many like dumb inventions. I feel like yeah. this one actually could be good, you know? I mean, I'm sure there's that niche of people that would, you know, download this in a heartbeat. 
you know, maybe to us it sounds crazy, but I'm sure there's probably a lot more people than we can possibly imagine that would actually be down for this idea. It's all about tapping that, you know, that hidden market that no one knows about, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you'll, you'll pioneer it. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, I've had, I've, you know, I came up with this. Um, hopefully you guys, if anyone's listening, any investors, <laughs> just hit me up. Um, you, you just you let need me to know. Go, you need to go on Shark Tank and uh, pitch this to all the, the, the people up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> Maybe bring the 92-year-old chandelier. Now, I, you have your invention now. I, I, I have mine as well. I just thought oh. of it, actually. Okay. So, well, I mean, this kind of plays off of something that I've been thinking for years. So, being green is a big thing, you know. Uh, being Not just the color. Not just the <laughs> That's color. Right. It's, it's more than that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I thought of ways to, you know, when you get your electric bills or your water bill or something, it's like, what? how could you possibly lower this uh and you know you know you can argue just use less of it okay fine but i was thinking one day or a few hours ago i was like but instead of just saving what 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 can i do i wish i could and i went and i thought i wish i could have like a a water dam or something in my house so this is what i thought this is the invention okay every time you flush your toilet number one at least and every time you wash your hands, all this water just runs down the pipe and goes to the city sewer or whatever you got, right? Yeah. What if you can somehow, like the old days, you know, you have the little turbine thing that the water spins and there's a flow. What if you yeah, can yeah. have that flow of water move little turbines that power a generator and you can use that generator for your home? So you're saying when the water goes down the drain, rather than it going out, there is a complex, like it's like a water mill within yes. the drain system that when the water is coming down, it generates electricity for other parts of the home. Exactly. And there's little Oompa Loompas down there working the mill. <laughs> wow. I don't know if that will be like under code, like under building standards, but... What, the Oompa Loompa part? <laughs> yeah. The, I was all... You had me on board until the Oompa Loompas... <laughs> I mean, they're not that small. Like a pipe is kind of small. We'll, we'll make it work. Cockroaches, trained cockroaches, to oh, fix gosh. any repairs. Could you imagine? I, I mean, that would yeah. If I could use cockroaches, oh my gosh, I, I would never pay electricity or water bills. I mean, uh, but uh, like that. I mean, I don't know how serious you were with this idea, but I, I actually think it's a good idea. I mean. Only thing is that your water bill would be high because you would need to run the water to power the electricity, right? Is that? Well, it would be uh, kind of when people get solar panels on their homes is like a hybrid, you know? So uh -huh. You still oh, use I your see. electricity, but you have the electricity from those solar panels to also power your home. So that it would That's be really kind of that. That's really smart. Yeah. Level. So like when you use the so because like if you're working, you're not going to be using water during the day. It'd be at night. So at night. So any yeah. water you use is stored in the generators, and then when you leave during the day, it switches to the energy stored in the generators from the previous night. 
Exactly. And think about when you're showering, man. Like, I, I don't, do you do this? Let me ask you this. When you shower, do you turn the water off when you're lathering the soap on the body? No, I just, <laughs> I mean, I take quick showers. I mean, I don't know oh, if you, you were do, there for this, right. but in college, I timed it myself and it was like under two minutes. Yeah. No, I do remember pretty- because when we would go and play basketball at Woolen and, and then you'd come back and you were like, I'm going to shower first. And by the time, like I even got my stuff ready. You were like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very quick, in and out, just like that. Yeah, but but think about, I mean, okay, if you took long showers, all that water is running the whole time. It could be powering that generator, man. That's true. And I was thinking, is it scalable with bigger houses? Ooh. It is, because with yeah. more people running, it could, like, you know, the kids are taking a shower. Exactly. Everyone's sh- oh, and how wow. about this? If people have pools, you got to drain that pool every now and then, you know. So it just that, it just filtrate it, yeah, yeah, or yeah, I mean, filtrate it. Get that going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm gonna patent it right now. Okay, that was my idea. I don't know what I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna, you know, I'll, I'll think of something. CG, damn you, water. No, damn you, um, CG. Damn you, water. There you go. CG. Damn you, water. <laughs> or or run of the mill water. Run of the mill water. I like the damn actually, one too. I actually really like your ideas. Like that was really good. Thank you. Yeah. If thank you. if we had a live audience, I would love to put our two ideas to the test and see which one would win. <laughs> That'd be cool. Listen, with this whole quarantine going on, I might just try and invent something and just I don't know. You never know. Just do something. Yeah. I, I just I just hope that when I check the news, I don't see local man Chris Granados floods house <laughs> trying to install water mill in tiny pipes. <laughs> Oh man. Uh well hopefully not. Maybe I'll you'll see the news local man, Chris Granados, becomes billionaire through uh green energy home and in, uh invention. <laughs> becomes rich in one day with insane invention. Shark Tank's Shark Tank is he bought out Shark Tank. They're that interested. I am the new shark. So we just gave some really good ideas. And I really think that could really, I honestly think those are solid ideas and they could really take off. But I think it's fair to play devil's advocate in this and show some ideas that don't make sense. Um, so while you were talking, <laughs> I pulled one up um, okay. and I think it's the, it's probably the stupidest thing I've ever seen in terms of an invention. And I can, I'll answer, I'll tell you why after I, I describe it to you and you'll probably figure out why it's stupid. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Hold my hand mittens. Now, I-, I want you to try to describe that to me without me telling you what that is. Okay. Hold my hand mitten. Yep. So, it's a mitten that has another hand that interlocks waffle style into yours. A plastic hand that feels realistic. And it has a little a little red dot like the ro- a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer just for decoration. That's what my wow. thing is. I see. Okay. You yeah. you you have the right shape down. It's a oh. hand with an like a waffle style interlocked hand that you can put your hand into to I feel support. So you're right on that. <laughs> but it's an actual mitten. It's so it's adult. essentially it's for kids. So you have an so the adult wears the mitten, the a bigger one. And on in that mitten there is a smaller mitten sewn to it so that your hand your, the kid's hand goes into the mitten. 
Huh. But it's it's only one mitten, but two people's hands can't go into it. Yeah, so two separate slots within one mitten. Exactly. Now, I can see why they're doing... I, okay, the idea, I guess, is that it's cold. You're walking outside, and you're like, I don't want my kid to be cold. So, might as well, you know, he can hold my hand and still be warm. But I'm going to yeah. come up with something that's going to blow this inventor's mind <laughs> a child-sized mitten that he can wear all the time. You're a genius, and I don't know why this inventor didn't think about that beforehand. <laughs> yeah, what what was he thinking? It it oh, just man. oh my god. It yeah, also I'm angry doesn't now. make yeah. I, I, but I was gonna say it doesn't make sense. Well, so in this mitten, is it two different sizes? You know, one for a child and then for the parent, or is it yeah, all yeah, yeah. The, one the size mittens- fits all? No, no, no. The the second mitten is the size of a child's hand. So, like, mm. you couldn't even use it with yourself. You couldn't use it with, you your know. significant other. Any your adult dog, friend. Your the dog, chandelier. You, where are the dog mittens? That's my question. Yeah. I mean. But, yeah, that, I, I just had to share that because I was so irritated at that the fact that someone would buy that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wonder how it's done in a market. I wonder if it's still being sold. I wonder what the profit margins are. I mean, I had so many questions. Are you tired of holding your parents' hand and not being warm? Because you don't have your own mittens, but your parent does? <laughs> Introducing this this mitten-free combo we made. <laughs> like I, just, I, just, I, I, I can't even sell it. I don't even know... <laughs> how I would get this off the ground, but it exists, and the photo is a nondescript hand sticking out, and this child looking at the camera. Ooh, that's so smiling freaky. at you. It's weird, but it's like strange. the photo doesn't make sense. I no one can see it, but the way like it's like a weirdly like, Photoshop thing mm. because the hand. <laughs> I just realized that. Okay, so the hand, the adult's hand, is facing you as if. Like he's looking at you head on, so the hands are facing you. The child's yeah. hand, he's turned awkwardly, so it's like the he's facing so that his back would be facing you. <laughs> so, so you can't who, really tell what the mitten do, is. Has this person even seen a child or like know how people <laughs> hold hands? You don't hold hands. I've never seen someone hold hands where you're walking one way and the other person's walking backwards, but they're still holding your hands. It just. Oh my yeah, god! Doesn't seem like it was well thought out. <laughs> no, not at all. Not even the photo is well thought out. Oh man! Well, while you were uh, talking about that, I went online and I purchased my very own. Wow! <laughs> you you are you are the problem. <laughs> I am the demand for this thing. No, but while you were reading that, I I, I went online and I was I was trying to find. Uh, something like some sort of crazy invention and i ended up with a silly invention that is actually not not as crazy as yours but okay here it is so we've all heard of oh let me give you the backstory so yeah sell this to me okay (laughs) (laughs) uh I, i will try so this was actually invented uh in the 1940s uh so it turns out Oh, well, damn, that's an invention. <laughs> you won't believe it. <laughs> no, but... Like a, um, yeah, sorry, continue. No, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, it's, it's like a horse, but metal. 
That's a car. Uh, and we still call it horse power in 2020. <laughs> exactly. The horse lives on. Okay. So but, describe so this to me. There was this uh, this guy named James Wright. He was a general electric engineer. And he wanted to develop a synthetic rubber because they wanted to use it for, you know, uh, different things during the war, like for weapons or for uh-huh. for all different kinds of uses. And he finally created this kind of weird plasticky thing, but it was a little mushy. And he, you know, sent it out to other engineers, and then they and they were like, "Nope, scrap it. This is garbage. We can't use it. It's not sturdy enough. It's garbage." It turns out that uh, a shop owner got his hands on it, and this is apparently in 1949, 1950. It took a few years after it was created, but he decided to use it as a toy. And you know what that toy was? Silly putty. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, man. Wow. I, I, see, that's... Okay, so I. it's really nice seeing, you know, like, that kind of story. But there were so many things that... I feel like there's so many stories, like, where they were trying to do something, like, tr- truly for an industrial thing. And they're like, hey, why not give it to kids? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just like with, like, arsenic or something. They'd be like... <laughs> You can use this for your face. Or it was like, uh, was it arsenic? Yeah, it was just like, or like lead or like, there's so many things. It's just like, people were using like heroin, like in the 1900s to like, for medicine and kids were using it and they're like, oh, this is good. And, you know, (laughs) they're trying to use these industrial products and it's like, I don't know. I feel like. I, okay, this is slightly changing the topic, but what do you think when we look back from it? What are we going to say? It's like we look back like, oh, they used heroin back then. That's ridiculous. What do you think like when we're 60, what are we going to say when we look back at our current like life and say, what is something that people consume or do that just makes no sense or that is so bad for their health? Yeah, uh, let's see. I can go first if you don't have one because it just popped into my head. Okay, yeah, no, you go first, well, I, and I'll think of one, and listen. Okay. One thing I think is that radiation is really going to be outlawed in the next 60 years. And they're gonna, I bet they're really going to say, can you believe that in our attempt to cure cancer, we bombarded them with like loads of radiation and all these harmful chemicals? Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be like, we're literally killing the patient. With just intense amount of radiation, which is like, it's it's like, oh, we don't know how to fix it. So we'll just hit him with radiation. I just feel like that's going to be something that is just going to be like, what were we doing? You know? Yeah. Well, let me play the devil, devil's advocate on that. I mean, but the radiation, isn't it? Uh, I mean, I would assume that they know how many, how, how much of it to give, like, say someone with cancer or or something, you know? But I mean, I you know, so is is it really going to be bad if it's used at a moderate amount? Well, like I feel like I feel like things aren't necessarily bad unless when we look. So, like this is on the assumption that in sixty years we find a more like rather than chemo, mm-hmm. like there'll be another alternative, and we'll be like, oh my goodness, can you believe that this is what they had to go through? back uh-huh. then you know what i mean that's what i was trying to say like obviously I this see. is the best we have i'm just saying like like it's it, it would almost be like not 
not like cigarettes, but like people didn't think cigarettes were bad. Yeah. But with more research and we found different ways to like handle that, then we're like, wait a sec. They are bad. They're, they're <laughs> terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I, I understand. So you're looking like in the, in the future, we're looking back and it's like, wow, we were so stupid because we, we use radiation instead of this new technique. Yeah, and like it, and like it doesn't even have to be like health. Like it doesn't even have to be like things we consume. It could just be like things we do. Like it could be you know anything. Like so, like if if you in forty years, what do you think something that we do now that's going to be kind of looked on upon? Like why did we do that? Or that's not that was not good for us. First instinct, I mean, two things was Gatorade and Powerade. You know, those things are. I mean, a lot of people know this already, but and we still use them. But they're just super sugary drinks when they're, I mean, they have high electrolytes. If you're an athlete, they work. But for the average person, you know, you're doing more harm than anything. Same with sodas. I feel like we, we consume that on the daily, as at least as Americans. And it's something that we have the research to back it up, that it's not good for you. And yet here we are, we're still drinking it like, you know, our life depends on it. Yeah, or, no, yeah. Uh, that's the, a really good one, yeah. The uh, One of the big things is, you know, using gasoline cars, like it's still, it's 2020. We've come pretty long ways, but uh, you know, I think we should be using hybrid cars or we should be using, you know, full electric cars. And yet, you know, we got laws that are diminishing the restrictions on how much, how uh, green cars should be made, you know, when in the future, you know, this is one of the big things. Okay. I'm rambling a little, but this is one of the big things. No, 60 no, no. Years from now, 60 years from now. We're going to look back and we're going to be the, how the economy, or not the economy, how much global warming is increasing at a rapid pace. And we're going to look back 60 years from now, or, you know, 60 years from now, we're going to, it's going to be bad, I think. It's going to be bad. Sea level is going to rise. Greenhouse gases are going to increase. Temperatures are going to be all out sort of whack. We kind of see that already. And we, you know, we could have done something, you know, whether it's just using more green energy making homes more green using electric cars or something i think that's something we can do now that 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 would be my thing that i look back on how we could have treated the environment better yeah no that's really good because like i mean 40 years we'll look back on this and be like on episode 10 million of the podcast that, (laughs) that we'll be like these people fought the like to keep these like i'm assuming everything's electric at that point or something like mm-hmm. they were still fighting to keep these his, like these terrible fuel polluting vehicles and they're trying to you know they're trying to hurt the environment when and like i think that's i think we can apply that even further it's like you know everyone killing tigers or everyone killing these animals they're not going to realize what they've done until there's no tigers left and i kind of like transit like comparing that to the coronavirus i really think that's something that we see like how people respond to it you know it's like you see some people i saw protests on tv where they're like ignoring the stay at home they're like they're trying to protest so they should be allowed to do things that they want to do but it's like it's like that distance like it like the environment's not hurting us yet we still have tigers or i'm not sick with corona so it's not impacting me but i bet you know if people saw the damage they were doing saw that how little tigers there are i mean that's just any animal but like i bet if those protesters got the coronavirus they would not be as willing to go out there you know what i mean 
Yeah. But it's, it's like they think that they're immune to it because it's like there's so many people that it can't happen to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally get it. I was thinking what you said about the Gatorade. It's like we're going to look back and say we had the most fit people on the earth. Yeah. Or the fittest people on earth just um, be promoting this sugary garbage. Like how mm-hmm. counterintuitive is that? <laughs> exactly yeah it's like hey i'm healthy drink this no they, you don't they don't actually drink that it's just like yeah. i tried drinking that right before like a cross-country race i was like well the athletes do it i cramped the whole time i was in so much pain oh there you go you have first uh first-hand experience doesn't work doesn't work yeah that'll be interesting maybe we'll listen back to this episode 60 years from now or whatever for 50 years from now and we'll, we'll look back and see if if our predictions were correct. <laughs> yeah, and you know, speaking of predictions, do you do you do you think you know as as this podcast you know is coming to its close? Do you think you have any recommendations or predictions or suggestions for our lovely viewers for this week? Ooh, so I'm gonna recommend uh, another show. Uh, you guys can pick at this. It's on Netflix. It's called Money Heist. Uh, it's, I believe, trending now. Money Heist, it's in Spanish, uh, but you can dub it in English, I believe, or caption. I don't know. But listen, it's worth reading the subtitles if you have to. This is a, a show that's going to keep you on the edge of your seat, wishing, you know, trying to see what's going to happen next. There's a lot of action. There's some drama. There's some comedy. I mean, it encompasses everything. It's about these guys who rob a bank and their their main objective isn't to rob this particular bank, but it's more to expose corruption within the, the banking system, the police, uh, and all those hierarchy, governmental offices, the corruption in that. And they do it in such a entertaining way. It's so awesome, man. I can't recommend it enough. Money Heist, check it out on Netflix. Wow. what a rec- Yeah, I, I saw that. I, I'm going to check that out, see, see how that is. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked interesting because people have raved about it before, but I haven't gone and checked it out. But now you've pushed me over the edge. I'll check it out. <laughs> I'm glad. For sure. Do you have any uh, recommendations for the viewers? Uh, um, my recommendation, um, this, this is also, um, a Netflix show. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I was just, it was called like, um, the outer banks. I think it's trending on Netflix. The only reason I recommend it is I read online that it claimed that you could take a ferry from Wilmington to Chapel Hill. Really? <laughs> um, and for people who aren't from North Carolina or don't know the geography, it's literally impossible like there's no body of water that connects the two. Yeah. Um, so, but it seemed interesting. It's trending, so I recommend that. Okay, That's the Outer Banks on Netflix or something like that. Yeah, it, it's like a it's like a teen garbage stuff, but people love cool. it. So I recommend checking that out and let me know how that is. <laughs> Sweet. Also, follow us on our social media. We just got an awesome uh, cover art slash logo that. Uh, was drawn actually by a guy from from France, I think. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was such yeah. an amazing piece. Like we can't yeah. stress it enough how how good this looks. Um, and yeah. we've updated everything, and yeah. yeah so he, check that out. Um, and you know, j- just just check out all of our episodes. You know, this is this this is episode seven, which means if you do the math, we have more than one podcast out. You got to check got to <laughs> check the other six. That's right. And with that being said, 
that said, uh, we're going to catch you next week. And uh, I've been Kristen. <laughs> and I've been Leighton. And we hope you have a great one. See ya.